When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. I'm your host, Erica, and as you read from the title, this week we are going to be diving into the reseller world. Typically for this podcast, I like to keep things open and honest in a way that translates to small business owners, um, custom shops, and resellers alike, and also just avid thrifters. But this week's episode is going to be a little bit more focused in on specifically the resellers, whether you are selling on Poshmark, Maricari, Depop, Curtsy, whatever you choose. I want to give you guys some of my favorite brands and least favorite brands to sell on those platforms. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And if you are interested in knowing what I like to sell and what I don't like to sell, just keep on listening. First, I want to establish a little bit of credibility so you guys will understand that I do, in fact, know a little bit of what I'm talking about. Um, Overall, I have been selling on Poshmark for probably the last five years. I've been selling on Mercari for about three years and Curtsy around a year and a half or two and Depop around the same time. I started Curtsy and Depop at the same time. Um, So throughout those times and throughout those years that I've been doing this and selling my own clothing and selling clothing, you know, that I've picked up and found that I wanted to resell. I have learned a lot about what stays in my closet for a long time and what moves quickly. So that is exactly what I'm going to talk about in this episode. Um, As someone who has had experience with a lot of different brands, especially when I go to the Play-Doh's closet, I'm 90% off sale. So if you have a Play-Doh's closet near you and they're running that sale, run to it. Um, (laughs) Anyways, So when I go to Plato's Closet, I have had the opportunity to pick up so many different brands that I don't have to shift through like I would at a normal Goodwill. With that being said, I've tried out so many different brands within the last year or two and have gotten to see which one stays longer and which one goes fast. So first we're going to start off with the good. I always want to start off with the good in life and I want to tell you guys some of my favorite brands that I have had no problem with selling, honestly would recommend selling, and ones that have been in my closet but have gone so quickly. Some of these, I'm going to give you guys a timeline for some of these, but some of these brands, when I have them, they sell out within the next day or three. That's amazing, especially on Poshmark. So I want to give you guys a reason to go out and shop and things for you to look for when you are in the thrift store next. So this portion of the episode, I'm going to be talking about my favorite brands to sell. First and foremost, we're going to start at the top and that is Nike. Everybody loves Nike. Everybody knows Nike. And that's why Nike has always been an amazing brand for me to sell. And I'm not just talking about the shoes. 
when I was purging my closet, I think last summer, I decided to get rid of a bunch of Nike leggings that I used to own. I wanted to switch out my leggings and get new workout leggings. Um, and some of them I had not worn at all. Paid full price for them or paid discount. I never pay full price for anything, so that's not true. I paid, you know, the discount price. I would go to the Nike outlet, get it, maybe wear it one time or not wear it at all. And I decided I wanted to sell them because I just didn't like the style, didn't help like how they looked on me. However, I knew that somebody else would love them way more than I ever could. With that being said, I decided to put it onto Poshmark and a specific pair of Nike leggings that I put out on my Poshmark sold within one day. Not even kidding. No offer. Someone fully bought the leggings and I was shook. I was so happy. And that's not the first time that Nike has been a really good thing for me. I've sold other pairs of leggings. I was purging my closet and wanted to get rid of everything. I've sold Nike sweatshirts that have done really good and got on now within two weeks or three weeks. Shoes, everybody knows Nike shoes are going to always be top dollar. And there's so many different sneaker heads out there in the world who want to get their hands on, you know, some nice Air Force Ones or some, all these different kinds of brands of sneakers that Nike has. And it's so respected. And that's why I always say, if you have the opportunity to pick up Nike, make sure it's tasteful. That's the biggest thing. You don't want to pick up old Nike unless it's vintage. Vintage is always good, but you don't want to take up really like mid 2000s Nike. You want to pick up either brand new Nike or vintage Nike. There's no in between because those two decades of Nike are very monumental in what will sell on Poshmark. They just have a lot to offer. And I think that, especially with Nike already being a higher price, your profit margin is going to be up there because, you know, most people are trying to sell their Nike and they're not going to let go of their Nike at a cheap cost. So the next one that I want to shout out is Levi's. Levi's is number two on this list for a reason. And that reason is because anytime I get my hands on a pair of Levi's, it is a good day. I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to find a gold mine. I remember it like it was yesterday. Pre-pandemic world, I found, I want to say about like 10 pairs of new with tags Levi's from jeans to shorts. They had the original price, the original packaging. They were from that exact year. I would get them and I got them when it was sale season. They were switching from winter to, I mean, excuse me, they were switching from fall to winter or summer to winter. And they were trying to get out of those shorts and jeans. So I picked up all of those for around $2, $3 new tag Levi's. Even though they were slightly going out of season, I was still able to flip all of those Levi shorts. Don't have any of them left. Was able to flip all of those Levi shorts for way more than what I bought them for and was also able to get those jeans out of there that I got in the mix of it and sell those in such a quick turnaround. I give it for me to sell all 10 pairs of Levi's that I had from shorts and jeans. I would say it took me probably a month or so, which is not bad. It's not bad. Some of it took me within two days. Some of the styles weren't exactly the cutest. However, they were Levi's. So people still ended up buying them and I did end up cross-listing them. So having Levi's on Curtsy and having Levi's on Poshmark and Depop and having them on so many different platforms, I was able to reach so many different people and I got rid of that entire stock 
within a month. And that was really cool. I really love selling Levi's. And now anytime I get the chance to get Levi's, I always go for the thrifted vintage type of Levi's because those are really hot right now. When I got those new with tag Levi's, I would say it was around the peak of when, you know, people wanted like new stuff. But now the thrifting world has gotten so popular. Vintage is back and better than ever. And everybody's going for the 90s vibe. So I would say maybe stay away from new with tags Levi's. Not necessarily stay away, but buy them with caution. You'll still make your money out of it. But if you can get it in the mom jean or, you know, boot cut type of Levi's, those would be perfect for right now because you still want something with that stylish vintage feel to it. The next brand that I love selling is Patagonia. Patagonia is, first of all, an amazing and sustainable brand that we should all be supporting whether or not you know, we, whatever, whether we thrifted it or not, Patagonia is still an amazing brand and they are also an even better brand to sell. I had the opportunity to thrift a Patagonia and I had the opportunity to flip it for way more than I got it just because of the worth of the Patagonia vest. And that was probably the quickest, that was one of the quickest sales I've had this year. I bought it, listed it and sold it within three days very proud of that. So happy about that. And I 10 out of 10 recommend Patagonia. I see it all the time. You just go onto your Poshmark and see how quickly things sell, see when things sell, and see how much they are selling for on your Poshmark. And that is truly the best thing about Poshmark is that you have the opportunity to see what's sold in that specific brand. So go check out Patagonia and decide if that's what you want to sell, if that is more your vibe in your shop. The next thing I want to talk about is Princess Polly. If you don't know what Princess Polly is, it is more of a Gen Z type of brand. They sell frilly dresses, what is it, cottagecore, excuse me, like cottagecore fairy type of things. They sell like the ruffled dresses, the floral dresses. They have really trendy and cute skirts, crop tops, that kind of thing. It's very Gen Z heavy and millennial heavy. So Princess Polly is an amazing brand and they actually sell for pretty top price um, for it to be like, and it's kind of in the same group as Fashion Nova and those other type of brands. However, Princess Polly is a little bit upper scale in that you can get around $40 to $50 off of dresses, which is amazing. I was able to cop a Princess Polly dress from Plato's Closet and it was new with tags. It was gorgeous and I sold it within a week on curtsy this time it was on curtsy and I was able to flip it I got it for a dollar and I flipped it for 35 which I was very happy with somebody sent me an offer and I accepted it but yeah the next brand that I want to talk about is Adidas. Adidas is a fun brand to sell, but Adidas is very hit or miss. I do want to say that. Adidas is a hit or miss brand because I feel like you can't really go wrong with some of their older things. If you're talking the track suits, you're talking the joggers. I actually have a couple. I have a pair in my closet right now and it is getting a little bit of traction on Depop and Etsy, but it can also be miss. I don't have a lot of experience selling Adidas shoes, but I just know from me personally and seeing how it goes, unless you have really, really nice Adidas shoes, I wouldn't put the superstars out there or 
the, just the regular running shoes that you can get from Burlington. Adidas is very hit or miss, but it is a very good brand because they do so many different collabs. If you're able to get your hands on some Ivy Park and sell that, trust me, you are going to do good. But the thing is, you have to be able to wait a little bit on Adidas, but I still do recommend it because people always love buying their workout pants. People love buying, you know, their sweatshirts. Adidas sweatshirts are also really good to have. Um, But yeah, Adidas is a hit or miss brand, but I have had success with Adidas in the past of selling my track pants and selling um, some Adidas shorts during the summertime. People do like those sometimes over Nike because of the extra protection you get. So the next one that I want to talk about is Lululemon. Lululemon is a great brand. It is a kind of a timeless brand at this point. People have been selling Lululemon for years, and if you go into the regular Lululemon store, you know how expensive it is, and online it is just as expensive. If you can cop it at your local thrift store, consignment shop, if you want to get rid of your old pair, do it, because you are going to flip that and make your money on Poshmark Curtsy the whole nine yards. I recommend Lululemon is one of those brands where I'm like, if you are going to post it, you need to cross list it because just because, you know, somebody could send you an offer on Poshmark, but you could also have it listed on Curtsy and somebody would want it for more. Those two apps, Poshmark and Curtsy, I would 10 out of 10 recommend Lululemon being sold on those because they go for that, that, um, preppy, you know, um, just that kind of vibe that represents both of those apps that, you know, talks to both Gen Z and millennials and also Gen X and all the other younger generations. Lululemon is very popular for the workout people, the, um, just those type of people that have perfect lifestyles, which I want, (laughs) but Lululemon is an amazing, amazing, amazing brand. And I have yet to get my hands on it, but I know I'd want to so bad because I'd probably end up keeping it because their quality is impeccable, but that is also why so many people want to buy it even, you know, off of these apps is because they don't want to necessarily pay the Lululemon cost, but they want that Lululemon quality. So The next one I want to talk about is a little bit controversial. Some of you might disagree with me, but I have to say Lily Pulitzer is a really good brand. I was able to cop some Lily Pulitzer, again, from Plato's Closet. And let me just say that Lily Pulitzer is a timeless brand. That preppy style will never leave as long as we have the Hamptons and Laguna Beach living amongst us in the United States. I don't see the preppy style ever leaving us. With that being said, Lululemon is the perfect embodiment of that preppy style. And that's why I think it's, I I said Lululemon, I'm so sorry. Lily Pulitzer is the perfect embodiment of that preppy style. With that being said, I think if you see Lululemon, I keep saying Lululemon. I'm so sorry. If you see Lily Pulitzer, (laughs) pick it up. I had the opportunity to get a 
beautiful Lily Pulitzer lace romper and I flipped it within I want to say three days it was an amazing thing somebody just sent me an offer um that was probably five dollars less than what I had and I of course took it I got it for a dollar and I flipped it for 45 dollars and that was amazing and then I was just scrolling on TikTok the other day and this girl was saying that she caught some vintage Lily Pulitzer and how much she loved it and people were talking about it in the comments so it's definitely going to be a trend that TikTok generated some good numbers so you're going to see probably more people looking for some Lily Pulitzer um, pieces and skirts basic prints everybody knows like the pink and green of lily pulitzer but also bring in those different styles i had the white lace romper and that still did just as good as the as the typical lily pulitzer the pink and green cute colors but that preppy style is definitely coming back and as a hint if you have not checked out emma chamberlain's latest video i recommend it to you now i don't care what age you are i don't care how old you are i recommend that video if you want to know what is going to be trending this summer. She talked about the golfer dad type of type of situation. She said she's going to be dressing golfer. She wants to be dressing preppy. And as a fashion leader, Emma Chamberlain is the perfect person to look up to if you want to know what you should be selling to draw in the younger audience or even just shift your closet a little bit more to a summertime feel and she posted a video where she kind of goes over how she is wanting to go a little preppy this summer and lily pulitzer would be the perfect thing to add into your closet the next thing i want to talk about is luxury everybody knows luxury brands if you have Gucci, Louis, Coach, whatever it is if you can get your hands on it if you can thrift it and you can authenticate it you're gonna do good I think that one's kind of self-explanatory. I don't think designers ever going to go out of style. With that being said, if you have the opportunity to thrift it, oh my goodness, I'm jealous of you, one, but two, take it and resell it because you are going to do so well with those designer brands. I know in higher, if you want to figure out how to find those luxury brands, maybe thrift it one day, um, if you live near a world-renowned higher-end area, as in, you know, Calabasas, California, Buckhead, Georgia, um, Soho, New York, you know, Miami, just anywhere in Miami. Um, if you live in any of those, like, types of cities that have really, really high-class, bougie areas, go to those thrift stores, go to those Goodwills, go to those consignment shops, and s just search for luxury items. And a lot of times you would be surprised that a lot of them aren't fake. Some of them are fake, so just keep an eye out for that. Authenticate it in the store, out of the store, whatever you want to do. But a lot of those higher-end places, you will be able to find, you know, Gucci and Louis and Coach and Hermes and all those different brands. So keep an eye out for that because those definitely do very well on the reselling apps. Next is Target clothing. This is definitely going to be controversial, but I said what I said and I meant what I said. Target clothing, if you don't know, Target has one of the best clothing sections of all mainstream chain stores. Target has rolled out their new spring and summer line and it is the trendiest thing I've ever seen. With that being said, I have done pretty well selling it on 
Poshmark, and Curtsy. Target also has a really cool graphic tee section. They have amazing universal thread jeans. They have beautiful shoes. One thing I can say, Target shoes have done good for me in the past. I used to sell a lot of Target booties and those have done really good for me in the past. And I 10 out of 10 recommend universal thread boots and shoes because they're really good quality. And their clothing is just the same. I've sold a lot of graphic tees. I put their graphic tees into some of my mystery boxes and I end up getting five stars on those. Um, they have beautiful swim care, swim wear line with the summer coming up a lot of people do like to buy you know new bikinis and you can get those at great prices in the winter time in that in between awkward time when no one's buying swimwear um target has as i said they have a really good sales section you can get those retail arbitrage a lot of stores have them retail arbitrage you can go to tj maxx you can go to marshall's you can go to ross you can also go to places like dirt cheap which i've talked about a lot that's where i get all of my universal thread and target brand stuff they have a lot of that at those liquidation stores and yeah i i stick with it target clothing is actually the most underrated clothing line you can find at any of those typical stores so just saying now that we have gone through what I love to sell, I want to tell you guys my least favorite brands, and I'm going to be brutally honest with all of these, and of course give you an explanation on why I feel that way. The first of my least favorite brands to sell is Seven for All Mankind. If you don't know what that is, it is a jean brand. Typically they sell for hundreds of dollars, you know, hundred dollars. 145 etc but their resale value is really not good i sold a seven for seven for all mankind boot cut really cute kind of classic look pair of jeans for i think 15 dollars, and it took me three months to sell them i was thinking that they were going to have a huge turnaround because seven for all mankind is a really good and classic brand However, I've noticed that I feel like it's been very overplayed. I just looked through the Poshmark sold recently and a lot of people are selling them and a lot of people are not selling them for higher prices. It's just really hard to get rid of seven for all mankind jeans right now. And I feel like their resale value is not that good. And if you can find a different pair of jeans, I would definitely go with Levi's. The next one I want to talk about is Lucky Brand. Lucky Brand is in the same boat for me. They have amazing jeans. However, I feel like they are so overdone and people just aren't picking up Lucky Brand anymore. It's so easy to find at the thrift store because so many people are getting rid of their Lucky Brand. That is not that much of a top-notch brand that it used to be in my eyes. Next, I want to say DL. 1961. I picked up these jeans based off of the tags. I got them new with tags and they had the original price on there and I think they were worth like $199. So I of course was thinking, oh well that's going to be a great profit. No it was not. The DL1961 jeans sat in my closet for around two months, did not leave, no one budged, I had to sell them, I believe, for like $15, just like the 7 for All Mankind jeans. Thank goodness I didn't put too much money into it. I only put like $2 into it. But still, I was very disappointed with the resale value of those, considering the retailer value is way up. But 
again, I feel like these some of these jean brands are overdone, overplayed, and a lot of people have them in their closet, which makes the competition a little stiff. So everybody's just trying to bump down their prices to get more people to buy. Okay, moving away from jeans, the next one is very controversial, and I said what I said, and I meant what I said. Free people. Free people, to me, is one of my least favorite brands to sell because I also feel like it has been overdone. I used to sell free people at the beginning, I would say around two years ago. I would sell what free people I had, what free people my friends would give me, whatever, and they did good back then, but I've known recently that free people is not all that anymore. Free people is far more accessible, I guess, in the thrift store. More people are donating it now, and I don't think it's as big of a deal. Every Almost every time I've put free people in most recent years into my closet, it hasn't really moved or I'd have to, I'd have to sell it for cheaper. Their bottoms don't do very well. Only certain styles in free people do very well and they're really hard to find because most of the styles that do well are still in store. So I personally would stay away from free people unless it's an amazing style that you know you can flip and also just as everything I'm talking about before you leave this store check on Poshmark for how much it's sold for how much it's selling for but yeah I feel like free people used to be a much better brand to sell I haven't had as much luck with it but I just I don't know I haven't had the Free people just hasn't been hitting for me lately, but we'll see. It might get a little bit better. That boho style is coming back this summer, so maybe we'll see. Maybe everybody just took a break from the boho style that free people offered, and they'll be coming back to it this summer. We'll see. The next brand on my list that I do not like to sell is Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein, to me, is very overdone. There's so many different variations of Calvin Klein. It's been around for so long that you have so many different, you have the vintage, you have the 2000s, mid 2000s to now. There's so many different styles of Calvin Klein and it's hard to keep up to the point where I don't like selling Calvin Klein. Every time I put Calvin Klein, whether it be jeans or t-shirts or whatever it is, I have not had success selling Calvin Klein. I'd have to put it in a mystery box or I'd have to, you know, just mark it down way, way, way low so that anybody can pick up the Calvin Klein. They have really good quality jeans. I'm going to give it that, but their resale value is just not it anymore because I feel like it's so accessible. When Calvin Klein used to be sort of a designer brand that now it's very mainstream and almost feels mall type and that's exactly what doesn't do well. The next one that I want to talk about is North Face. North Face, North Face jackets. This is this one's going to be conditional. North Face puffer jackets this year did amazing. If you had brown, if you had black, any puffer jackets you had did absolutely amazing. But North Face t-shirts, North Face regular jackets, those do not do very well. Those are out of style. I do not pick those up anymore. I have sold one. I sold a rain jacket before and it it was okay. It stayed in my closet for about a month and I just had to keep, I marked it down on curtsy and someone finally took it and bought it. But I don't recommend North Face unless you have something very, very recent and very, very trendy. Having you know, two-year-old North Face is not the best because North Face, I feel like, ages very fast and very dramatically. And last from my list of brands that I do not like to sell, 
Hollister, H&M, and other mall brands. They are mall brands for a reason, which means anybody and everybody can get their hands on it for a cheap price. Do not resell them because you really won't make that much money unless it's a really, really, really good and trendy style. My exception for this rule of mall brands would be style over brand. There is a debate whether you should get something because of the brand or you should get something because of the style. If you have a specific niche, if you have a specific way that you want your closet to go about, stick to that. And if it comes in Forever 21 or Hollister and you see it at the thrift store and it goes perfectly with it, that's when I say get it. However, if you are shopping through the thrift store and you see just a Forever 21 blouse that says something random, don't pick it up because it's not going to be worth that much. And Forever 21 frankly doesn't do that well, especially on like t-shirts and stuff like that. Get higher quality things. Forever 21 and H&M and Hollister, they have really good quality things, especially Hollister jeans are really good quality things, but they're so accessible to get at the thrift store. You want to make sure you're getting things that aren't too accessible so that people will want to buy from you. A lot, a lot about the reselling world is giving people the experience that they wouldn't have in store. So if you find some things that fit your style more but do happen to be Forever 21, that's perfectly fine. But make sure that you aren't overdoing it on the Forever 21 because that brand is very, very shaky. It is very shaky when it comes to what's cute and what is not cute. All you got to do is turn around that Forever 21 jacket and it could have some random saying, I like donuts. And then the complete jacket is now ugly. I I'm just saying but that's it for my favorite and least favorite brands to sell on Poshmark I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode if you want to follow me follow me on Instagram at the cheap teak for my business page and at the college reseller and reach out to me let me know what you guys want to hear um, anything like that. But I am here all summer long. I have officially finished out my junior year. So thankful for this. And we're going to keep moving on and keep doing this together. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode of my favorite and least favorite brands to sell. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.